very good morning. It's nine minutes to nine. This is Money Talk uh, with James Ross, and it's time for our view from Australia. And we're joined by Adam Dawes, who is Senior Investment Advisor at Shaw and Partners. A very good morning to you, Adam. Yes, good morning, James. How are you going? I'm going well. I hope uh, things are well and ready for the weekend. Now, looking back through the week, uh, the Reserve Bank of Australia governor uh, said that uh, inflation was, quote, increasingly homegrown, uh, suggesting that interest rates will remain high. Uh, Michelle Bullock warning that prices are rising strongly for the majority of the goods and services that we all consume or that you all consume mm. in Australia. Mm. Uh, what's the vibe about interest rates and, and, and how is uh, Michelle Bullock doing? doing well it's a sort of her first sort of uh public uh, public appearance i guess and uh, i think she's doing okay she's got a very very hard job uh ahead of her because i think what the board is aiming to do is 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 to do with monetary policy is to slow the growth of demand enough to bring inflation back to its target but while keeping uh, employment growing and i think that's a really tough one at the moment we did see in november the rba lifted its key interest rates by 25 basis points to 4.35 and that was was really on the back of the stronger expected growth in the economy. And that also meant inflation was likely to fall to a slower pace than previously forecast. So I think overall, she's she's doing an okay job and she needed to put her stamp on uh, this, this, this interest rate rise because Australia, is, as the rest of the world has seen, increasingly interest rates moving higher uh, going forward. So it, it's certainly hurting some of those lower income households at the moment. And, you know, what's your outlook for the next six to 12 months as far as interest rates are concerned you know uh, are you are you keeping uh, an eye on what's going on with the federal i'm sure you are but are you expecting that to drive yeah. things or is it more of a a locally driven um you know forward looking yeah. uh, thought do you think I think I think Michelle was right, and to say that that, that it is it seems to be a little bit more homegrown. We, we we expect potentially there is going to be one more interest rate rise uh, early next year, but there's what's happening is that there's two things that are really moving the Australian economy at the moment. One is migration, and then the other one is the big spending from the baby boomers or the retirees. So migration in Australia is tracking around about six hundred thousand annualised, and that's seeing uh, a population surge or booming surge of around about 2.5% this year, which is huge. And then at the same time, you've got a lot of senior Australians that don't have a mortgage. So these interest rate rises really don't affect them. And they've emerged as a spending force with a total of $29 billion of superannuation benefits paid in the third quarter of 2023. Now, this is an equal to an astonishing 10% share of total household disposable income going forward. So all of these things are really consumption that they need to control and that sort of, you know, the, the baby boomers or the, the, the retirees really don't care so much about what's happening on the interest rate. They're just still spending up big. Now, you know, there's some jobs and uh, uh, wages data which came out uh, last week which showed strength. You, you know, is that uh, underlining, you know, what's likely to happen in the next few months? Yeah, it definitely is, and and that that that's that strong data is is um, showing that labour costs have risen, especially when you're incorporating effect productivity growth, as well as the price of domestic non-labour costs such as energy, business rents, and insurance have increased as well. So when you know they talk about that homegrown thing, it's not just inflation where you just talk about petrol, electricity, and rent. Now rent's gone up about fifteen percent, uh, you know, for in, in this year, so it has risen. 
strongly. But we're also seeing a lot of other services like, you know, hairdressers, dentists, dining out, sporting, uh, all of those prices have risen strongly as well. So uh, it's a tough job she's got at the moment, to be honest. Um, home prices, you know, climbing back near record highs. You know, the property market always a, a favourite thing for Aussies uh, to follow. Um, you know, how's it looking up to the end of the year? Well, yeah, it looks like the Australian property market is as obviously has bounced back very, very strongly. And, and, and again, that comes with that migration story. You've got to have somewhere for people to live. And it's certainly in those sort of CBD, you know, sort of city areas, Sydney and Melbourne, Brisbane, those kinds of things, we've definitely started to see some more uh, activity and more competition going forward. Um, the problem is, is that within Australia, we've got such a large landscape, but everybody wants to live close to the city and close to the water. And that's as where, where most of those prices are starting to rise as well. There is some new developments that are going out, especially in Sydney, sort of further out west, which they're trying to push people out towards. That's going to help a little bit. But overall, property market is still very strong. And as we know, Australians will, will pay their mortgage before they eat. So it's a very important part of the <laughs> psychology of Australia. <laughs> and absolutely, people want to live near the water, especially in uh, in Sydney for, for that amazing harbour that yeah. you have. Now, I'm looking at... Uh, this morning, Sydney Morning Herald, uh, Adam, uh, bigger than Boxing Day, the rise and rise of Black Friday sales. Um, we know it's big mm. uh, in the US and uh, also these days in Europe and so on. It looks like uh, Black Friday is uh, huge in Australia as well. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Every advertising for the last sort of two weeks now has been all sort of gearing up for this Friday. And then obviously they extend it out for the weekend. And in some you know businesses, they're extending it out for the rest of November. So yeah, Black Friday, I mean, everybody, you know, you remember those scenes where there was long queues outside department stores before sunrise and, and fighting through crowds to get right. those bargains, you know, for Boxing Day and those kinds of biggest days of the shopping of the year. But those scenes are now sort of less than norm. Instead, festive shopping starts with November as Black Friday, as you say. And as a nation, we're expected to spend more than $6.3 billion across four days as we seek out discounts and deals to get ahead of that Christmas shopping. So it is going to be very, very good. And cost of living, obviously, is, is an issue going forward. So any bargains by consumers will be well received. So it looks like, you know, it could be uh, potentially a good end to the year for the retail sector, perhaps? Yeah, it's been a tough space, the discretionary retail space at the moment. There's a lot of deep value uh, in a lot of our stocks in there, especially, you know, the JB Hi-Fi's of the world or the Harvey Normans. And then even so, something like a La Visa, which is a, is a jewellery store business. Um, there's some really good deep value in there. And yes, I think some of those sales will keep people uh, excited about that retail space, but still cost of living, higher interest rates. It's a tough sector and you have to be a real believer in that space to be putting money or fresh money into it at the moment. Well, Adam, enjoy Black Friday and uh, enjoy the weekend. Um, I know it's been a tough week and uh, we'll speak to you again very soon. Adam Dawes is a Senior Investment Advisor at Shaw & Partners in Sydney.